You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church that strives to have open hearts, open minds, and open doors as we make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is offering up our sermons for you to listen to. And so we hope you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org or on our social media at TahlequahUMC. So enjoy today's message. If you remember in the month of August, I asked us to think about um, the scripture from Colossians 3.17. And let's read this together. Whatever you do, whether in speech or action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. And so I've asked us to think about this and whatever we do, and we do it with Jesus in mind. I think if we do that, it will shape and change our lives. And, and so today we're going to dive in a little bit and see where the book of Hebrews uh, kind of directs us into this. And um, before we do that, let's begin with a word of prayer. Gracious God, with all the struggles that are going on in this world, both personal and corporate, we're reminded that in every step and every breath that we take, that you are with us to love us and care for us, and that sometimes, even when we fall short, you're there with open arms saying, I love you. And We know we need to hear that. Lord, my prayer is simple, that all of us that are gathered here or in cyberspace hear this prayer, you hear our prayers. And may your will be done, may your kingdom be revealed, and may your love shower us all, because we need it in this time and this space. And Lord, as the scripture is read and we hear the meditation, may it penetrate our hearts in such a way that it leads us to be faithful to you. And so come, Holy Spirit. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. And all of us here gathered said, Amen. The scripture lesson for today comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Hear these words. So then let us also run the race that is laid out in front of us. Since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surround us, let us throw off any extra baggage, get rid of the sin that rips us up, and fix our eyes on Jesus. Face pioneer and perfecter. He endured the cross, ignoring the shame, and for the sake of the joy that was laid out in front of him, and sat down at the right side of God's throne. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. In doing research this week, I came across this, this quote here that I felt was very fitting from uh, Robert Tuttle in a leadership uh, magazine, magazine. He said, the Christian walk is much like riding a bicycle. Either we're moving forward or falling off. 
And I was thinking about that and thinking about the scripture this week and thinking about the races that we have set before us, whether it's school, retirement, life, or anything else that is had before us. We're in this race, and you know, it's kind of like riding a bike. You remember what that was like starting out, right? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you've never done it before. You know, when we start riding on a bike, what's that first thing? That assurance that we have is that whoever's holding the back of the bike, that, that everything's going to be okay. And, and the first thing that we have to remember to do, we can't go anywhere unless we pedal, right? The adult can sit there and hold us, and, and we can sit there and, and hold us for the long time, but you can't go anywhere until you move. And if we don't, once the person that's holding on lets go, if we stop pedaling, what happens? You fall over. Riding a bike really isn't rocket science, but it is kind of rough because, one, you have to keep moving. You have to keep moving forward. You have to, you have to know where you're going. You have to keep your eyes forward and, and looking where you're going because if you're not looking, if you're looking all around, what happens? You crash, don't you? Or if you're like me, sometimes when I'm riding my bike and, and I want to look at something, I start looking at something and I turn and, and the next thing I know I'm turning and heading towards that thing I'm looking at, which sometimes is not a safe thing to do. But when we move forward and we let go of all that stuff and that's holding us back and we fix our eyes upon Jesus, it's amazing what we can accomplish. Sometimes we have to realize that Jesus has let us go to let us go and run this race of faith and that he's right there cheering us on with all those clouds of witnesses that have gone before us, that have shown us how to live out our faith in such a way that we want to carry that on. And, and when we're open and honest about who we are and, and willing to share what our eyes are fixed on when we're sharing Jesus' love, it's amazing to see what happens. And we get into trouble when we stop pedaling. We get into trouble when we stop moving forward. We get into trouble when, when we lose sight of where we're headed. We're, we get in trouble when we're not paying attention to the road ahead of us and we hit a pothole. Have you ever hit your bike tire in a pothole? If you're not paying attention, you can wreck. And it's not pleasant. I know growing up for me, I, I rode my bike everywhere. I loved riding my bike. I, I rode my bike so much that... It seemed like it was a part of me. Had this really great bike that was, I, I lived in the hand-me-down. Uh, I was the middle child, so everything was hand-me-down. So I had my brother's bike, and, and it was always bigger than me. But it was the coolest bike ever because it had like the, the plastic rims. I mean, it looked really cool. Of course, I wasn't cool enough to have the handbrakes. I had the old school, like, stop going the other way brakes. But I rode that bike everywhere, and and. and I, what I learned about bike riding in faith is that if you don't do that pedaling, you fall over. If you don't do those things that help you grow in your faith, if you don't read the scriptures, if you don't pray, if you don't spend time in mission and service, if you don't spend time witnessing to your faith, we tend to fall short because we don't have our eyes fixed upon where we should. By fixing our eyes upon Jesus, we need to remember that we're not alone in this journey. We have a cloud of witnesses watching over us, cheering us on. Those people that have gone before you, those people that have passed, they're cheering us on. They're wanting us to make that goal to one day be with them in heaven. I believe that. I believe that they're cheering us on. I believe that there are also you know, those moments where we fall short and they're like, oh, shouldn't have done that. 
You know, like it is when you're watching the, the football game and you know what to do. You know that they shouldn't throw the ball on second and 12, that they should run the ball. They've got a running back. And when they throw it, you kind of grimace a little bit, don't you? But if we live our life knowing that we're not alone in this journey, going forward becomes easy. It's not something that we do just because we have to. It's something we do because we choose to, because we know that the end of, of, of sitting there, standing before God in heaven, listening to those words, good and faithful servant, come and rest. When we hear those words, those assurance words, man, that's what keeps us going. And then every step and every breath that we take is a journey. And, and if we keep our eyes fixed upon Jesus, I really do believe we can overcome anything. But we have to keep pushing. We have to keep pedaling. Is it going to be easy? No, it's not. Following Jesus is a hard road. It's like trying to ride a bike around Tahlequah. There's not really any truly flat surface. There are hills everywhere. And sometimes you just have to bite your lip and say, I'm going to make this hill, even if I have to get off my bike and push it up the hill. When I was riding my bike around Locust Grove, when we lived in Locust, there was a hill by our house, and I kid you not, it set like this. Going down, it was easy, actually almost scary. But then when I rode my bike around the flat part of Locust Grove and come back to that hill, I would just look at it and, okay, Lord, I'm either going to meet you riding this hill or you're going to help me get up it. And about every time I would ride up, I'd get about halfway and I'd have to let go. But I wouldn't just stop and then call Ashley and say, hey, can you pick me up? I'd get off the bike, realize my defeat, and push up the hill. And sometimes we have to do that. We have to recognize where we are in our life and our faith. And sometimes we just need to let go of where we're going and, and redirect ourselves and our energy. And sometimes we have to be open to where Jesus is leading us because maybe it's not where we want to go, but it's where we need to be. Far too often following Jesus, we, we, rel, we kind of get stuck in where we were. And have you ever run a race trying to look backwards? It doesn't work. You don't finish first unless you're like super fast. But even then, there's a whole line of YouTube videos of people who were celebrating before they were finished and ended up losing the race. I probably watched two hours of people getting all excited that they'd run the race, and then all of a sudden the guy, you know, they're throwing up their hands, and all of a sudden this other guy just shoots right past them because they weren't finished yet. Friends, we're not finished yet. We can't celebrate right now. But if we keep our eyes fixed upon Jesus and we're faithful to him. And every step and every breath that we take that we are willing to go a little bit further, a little bit deeper. And yeah, it's scary. But we're not alone. Not only do we have those clouds of witnesses cheering us on, we have Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith, who has been on this journey before with us, saying, you can do it. I'm here for you. And is that great coach cheering us on. And, you know, our district superintendent, when we met with him, Terry Cohen, when he first met with him, he shared with us, he shared with our group this really interesting idea that every church or every faith community has a past to celebrate, a present to contemplate, and a future to cultivate. Now, those of you that came to the Sunday school meeting, you may remember this. 
that we have a past to celebrate, a present to contemplate, and a future to cultivate. And when we think about this and riding a bike, we, we, we can celebrate the fact that we're riding the bike. We can be excited the fact that we're moving and pedaling the bike. But if we're not contemplating where we are in the moment, we'll crash. And if we're not cultivating our future and looking out ahead of us and, and seeing where potholes may be or seeing where the road ends and we need to make a turn left or right or, or maybe there is no road and we need to turn around and go back and, and we cultivate ourselves and orient ourselves in such a way that we know where we're going because we trust Jesus. If we do these things, it's amazing to see what happens and how change can be brought about. But as Terry shared with us, he said, these tasks don't get equal time. And in many churches, uh, they spend too much time focusing on the past. And we really only should be spending about 10% of our time celebrating the past. It's not letting it go and saying we're not going to honor it anymore. We honor it. We say, hey, here's what it was. Here's who we were. But if that's all we do, we don't go anywhere. If we're stuck on what we did 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, we go nowhere. Because we're stuck in the past. But if we get so caught up in the present, and, and, and he, Terry said that we spend about 30% of our energy looking at the, the present, if we get stuck in the present, we forget our past where we've been and we forget where we're going. We're just pedaling. Have you ever pedaled the bike and you've gone nowhere? Stationary bikes, you do that. Yes, I know that. But have you ever ridden your bike where you've been stuck? Maybe on a log, and you're going nowhere. That's what happens when we get stuck in the present. Terry said that we really need to be spending our time focusing on the future, looking on where we need to go and look ahead. Because if we don't look ahead, we'll hit a pothole and we'll crash. But far too often, faith communities don't do this. They spend very little time thinking about the future. And friends, I want to encourage us to think about where God is leading us as a faith community. I want to encourage us to think about what we can do as a community together to grow the Christian community. But we can't do that unless we fix our eyes upon Jesus. We can't do that forgetting that there are a cloud of witnesses that are cheering us on, and we can't forget that by knowing that, yes, there are going to be potholes in our future and how we navigate those potholes. If we fix our eyes upon Jesus and we trust in him, we'll make it around those potholes okay. So if we fix our eyes upon Jesus, we'll overcome any obstacles. That's what this whole thing's about. Man, overcoming, man and women, overcoming obstacles, fixing their eyes upon God and living it in such a way that it helped them grow closer to God. And they were able to move mountains and change the world. And so how does your life show that you're fixed upon Jesus? Think about that this week. How does your life show that you're running a race of faith? And some of us run at a faster pace than others. That's okay. Some of us have been running this race so long that it's hard to run. And that's okay. Keep running. You have people cheering you on. But keep your eyes fixed upon Jesus.
and you shall overcome. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, and we hope you connect with us at TahlequahUMC.org.